0: Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. Today's episode, we recap NFL Week 9 and look ahead to Week 10. Then, we dive into the Masters preview with the chip king himself, Noah Savage. And now, from the bet bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Wolkowski. I am the Apollo 13 to your America. (laughs) that's how it goes you know
1: Apollo 13 was the scariest movie experience of my life
0: weren't you on pins and needles you're like hopefully Tom Hanks gets back here
1: well I was watching it the theater lost power because a tornado was approaching. And <laughs> so we had they, we had to stop the movie. Yeah. And then we had to just like line up against the door. Right. So you really had that anguish coming through there. Like Ron Howard, like, yeah. Uh, for him to control the weather and give me that cinematic experience, um, hats off to him.
0: Why are you going to a movie theater during a tornado storm?
1: You, you know tornadoes. You're a Midwest boy. Yeah. They, they, they just happen, they drop <laughs> out of the sky, things things shift very quickly. They do
0: shift very quickly, but most time most time there's like a news uh you know one of those broadcasters like hey there might be a tornado later just FYI.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't my choice at the time. I was a boy, but I do remember being <laughs> at a, I, a, I was uh,
0: a boy that I I wasn't allowed to be controlled by things, and that's true. Hey. Look,
1: if you if you wanted to find my bad choices, you don't need to go back to my childhood. You can go to about Five hours ago. Five hours ago. Yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm going to the dentist. Right. I'm getting a cavity filled. Who's your dentist? Um, he's a listener of this show. Great. And uh, he's a nice guy. Um, he's a little impatient with his workers. I've noticed that. But <laughs> um
0: This is a great Yelp review. But before <laughs> I
1: before as he's drilling, he tells me he voted for Trump. I, I bite my tongue. I was like, Well, you're gonna make money in the market. Okay, and then he tells me. <laughs> He's cheering for the Packers to win the Super Bowl. And then I'm like, okay, everything you like can go to hell. <laughs> and you he wouldn't believe that. Huh. But my cavity's now in terrible pain. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cavities are no joke.
1: He leaves that little ledge up there so it cuts your tongue. I, there's a little bit of blood coming yeah, out. Okay. You don't like it. No. And yeah, I got the oral fixation, baby. Ask my girlfriend. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't, but okay. This is going to be a hard show for me. I'm going to be distracted all the time. I'm in a hey. little bit of pain. It's hard for me to talk, but we are going to get there. And I, It's on me. That's hey, no. my mistake. I piped up to my dentist. I should have let him go on, you know... Talking about this terrible, like team that's destroyed the country. For and we sure. know the supporters sure. are just like the worst, awful people. But you know, I had to shit talk the Packers there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's that's your mo, you know, and that's fine. I'm glad you did.
1: Yeah, and you know the Venn diagram: Packers fans, Donald Trump supporters, and mm. just right in that, right in that kisser right there, not good. And I messed up. I'm. What do you mean? I'm waiting on my victory. I was unable to claim my Biden bet. You're not
0: going to be able to claim it.
1: I'm going to be able to claim it.
0: No, Trump's going to be like, no. <laughs> and then he's going to be there for a while it's until gonna, they kick him out. They legit, But he's going to say, I had squatter's rights. I'm allowed to stay here. And then you're going to you have to wait until February. You yeah, know.
1: I am. Um, as of now, I think I have to wait until December 13th to get Sheesh. the wager. I called up the offshore site i use i'm not going to name did, them did
0: they have i'm surprised they had a phone number
1: oh there's a lot of phone <laughs> numbers they're like mr walkowski how are
0: you how <laughs> are you doing did you did you have to like uh press like five, eight times so they can send a code out because it's offshore. It's not not the best.
1: Somehow shady gambling sites have better customer service than (laughs) anyone. Like it, it takes you four years to get on the phone with someone from Verizon. But you know, they
0: keep moving you around to different departments. That,
1: that doesn't happen in offshore gambling. It's like we only got once one. You know, we're gonna stick to it. I like that. Yeah, it was easy there, so I, I'm in trouble. And like, I'm pretty offended. You're
0: in trouble, like with the law?
1: No, not with the law. With my bankroll. Okay, that's kind of like the law. So without without Donald, I don't. I get the money if Trump concedes. Okay, but he's not gonna concede. That's we know correct. that. Ain't. And I think that's a little rude for someone who owns casinos to hold up a wager hey,
0: he knows the game. That's why. Yeah. that's yeah. He know he knows how to do this. He's been... I, I was like, what's, what's his face? Bernie. Bernie said two weeks ago he had a little Monday morning politician and he said that Trump was going to do this and he's done everything by the book.
1: Everything by the book. And that's why I do place all my wagers. I send them to Bernie first. He looks them <laughs> over and he's just like... <laughs> And when he talks about the one percent, he's actually complaining about the vig. Yeah, he knows <laughs> he knows what he's talking about.
0: It is ten percent on the Buccaneers.
1: Everyone can do an impression here, but me—I <laughs> I can only do an impression of Duncan Robinson,
0: <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, it's that's good. good. It's
1: my only one. Um, you can check me out at the uh, Oklahoma City Funny Bone. This thirst. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys watch the Miami Heat. Uh, how about that kid, Duncan hey. Like that's, that's the most esoteric bit you could do. So, but I knew this might happen. Yeah. So I had my back against the wall. Boo. So when I threw out that one thousand dollar wager for Joe Biden, crazy. I didn't. I didn't make it a thousand dollar wager. I made a nine hundred and seventy dollar wager. Oh, even better. Because there was a sure thing on the docket last week. The Packers versus the 49ers. Yes. And yeah. I got that line early. I got it like Packers minus five. Great. And they could have made that thing Packers minus 19. It, it would have been matter. good. Yeah. First of all, everyone on San Francisco is either hurt or COVID or they live in California. So like a lot of things wrong with them. Right. But um, <laughs> it's a revenge game for Green Bay. Yes. They got embarrassed four days previously. So I loved them there.
0: Yeah. It was it was an easy game. Uh, and it was... It, you could Aaron Rodgers could have slept for a little bit. He could have just just took a couple sacks. And I'm like yeah, it's fine. I don't care. It was just such an easy game.
1: Yeah, but he wanted to play the whole game because he had no family in the crowd watching him. <laughs> he's in his hometown. You know, right. he's got the seats that were earmarked for mom and dad. They were going to be empty anyway. So, but they were especially <laughs> empty that day. So he had to play the whole thing.
0: It's like I'm dad. Where are your daddy?
1: But I've been riding out that one thirty dollars. Yeah. all weekend. How and much you is, got? How much you got now? I've got two hundred and thirty-seven dollars there now. Ooh. So this it it kind of for it forced me to eschew my normal gambling, which is right. like take a take, pick a side, throw down here. I really had to put do some hardcore analysis. Mm, mm. So then Friday night, I like to put on a little. I like to have a game on while I study. Friday night's a good time right. for me to get my work done. Okay. So I, I had a miraculous win that set me up nicely. Huh. So I did BYU
0: Yo. plus
1: the over. Oh, that's great. And they miraculously hit the over. At halftime, what do you think the score of BYU-Boise State was?
0: Oh, it was. they were up for a little bit. So it was like 20, 25?
1: Halftime score, 10 to three. And I had an over/under of sixty-one that still hit. I didn't even know it was gonna hit. Wow! Like that, I
0: turned—that's—that's incredible. That's that's some—that's yeah. that's some, uh, some mental. You, you went into the future, like like little, little Michael J. Fox, and you got that almanac. That was a great win.
1: Yeah, I got I got the Biff book. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good for it. So then I ruled it on. I looked at every college football game on the slate. Yeah, and I thought the safest bet was UNC money line. UNC money line and the Iowa money line. I put all eighty dollars on that. Oh boy, one. We got one hundred and twenty going. In, we have like one hundred and twenty going into Sunday, and then again Sunday. Put yeah, I, just look what's gonna happen. Yeah. I thought Phil Rivers would have a lot of trouble against that Ravens defense. Yeah,
0: he was... looked like it. He he was hapless on the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. was that, that guy, fun? That that has to replace the Tehran Lewis step over. Right? Oh,
0: that definitely. No one should make fun of Ty anymore. He's won a championship. Give it all to Philip Rivers now. That was so funny. I mean, that is comedic. It should be that Sunday football blooper show. That that would be number one.
1: Yeah, and um, it was Marcus Peters who had the pick, the fumble return, right? Yeah, yeah. And he went out of his way to jump over Rivers, which normally, in any circumstances, you could just trip over a guy. He could raise his a foot. Rivers just grasped at the <laughs> ankle. Looked like a toddler. It was
0: amazing to see. Just like a little puppy, just like get you.
1: It was so great. Sorry, Phil. Sorry, Phil. Can't and, get it today, and from there, I those those bad boys they cashed out a little late. Yeah, so I liked a lot of teams. I liked the Chargers, but I was too late.
0: Oh, you should have said that was such a fun game to watch. I it mean, is,
1: every every game is fun involving the it's Los like a soap engine.
0: opera. It's like a legit soap opera with that Justin kid. He's so
1: good. And he'll never win a game. He
0: will never win a game. He's not allowed to win a game. No, it's (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Sorry, guy. I know you want to be an NFL player, but you can't win a game.
1: Yeah, we need you to be the. (laughs) You own the four o'clock slate.
0: You own it. We're going to give it to you for 15 years. Just don't win a game. And you got yourself a deal.
1: Yeah, Justin Herbert. I'm debuting a nickname for him. Ooh, Mister 405. (laughs) Ooh, I like it. I like it. He's not going to be at the 425s. He's going to have the 405s the rest of his career, losing by one possession as Anthony Lynn just blows a game into oblivion.
0: It for I wouldn't blame Anthony on this one. Finally, I finally give him a pass.
1: I would blame the refs. The refs are terrible right now.
0: They suck. They are. I don't. You don't hear anything about a ref getting COVID. So there's got to be a couple of refs getting COVID and being bad. Because every time an NFL player gets COVID, they suck for at least two weeks.
1: And all these refs suck anyway. And I didn't. I thought the ref. (laughs) I didn't notice anything too bad in the one o'clock slate.
0: No, everything should be good. Yeah.
1: But that four o'clock slate, we had Cowboys Steelers, we had Chargers Raiders and we had Cardinals, Dolphins, and I thought the refereeing was a little bit one-sided in every one of those games. Oh, they the,
0: they were giving it to the Steelers. The refs wanted to give the Steelers a game very easily, but but my boy Gilbert from from the from the Cleveland Browns, he was there, you know, but we cut him because he's not that good. Uh, but he put up a show for, I mean, the Steelers probably were playing
1: half-ass, probably, but that, that no way. The Steelers defense is not built to play half-assed.
0: I I know, but I mean just for them to let him score a little bit it would just seemed a little strange. Is it is it that they're trying they finally like no one's really scared of the Steelers defense and like you can still put up points. Like it's okay. Like they're not this the steel curtain. Blah, 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 blah. There's, that it's not happening. And w- there is a I think a defensive player. It's like Oh uh, yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence on Dallas was like there's no elite teams right now. And there's not going to be, you know, elite teams in NFL when you're in during COVID, during COVID season. Ain't happening.
1: Um, I, I would disagree with that, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. I mean, he's playing on Sundays. We're watching the Chiefs, who did have a close game versus Carolina.
0: That Patrick Mahomes guy, he's, he's a dog. He's just one of the coolest guys in the world. And his, his State Farm commercials, him putting ketchup on a steak. I'm just like, you're, you're a fun guy. You're just a fun guy. I'm really excited for him to just throw a side, sidearm for an, an entire season. I'm fine yeah,
1: with that. own a baseball team. That's the one thing that'll get us interested in MLB that isn't gambling. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: easy That's easy gambling.
1: Oh, a football player owns this? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. It's like, no,
0: it's still baseball.
1: So, yeah, I somehow have money to play with. I am on the Patriots tonight. Okay. Minus nine and a half. Your boy, Sam Darnold, out. he's out. You said you like them to win because you thought Sam was going to put it all together. Do I, I have thought. Your- this, the Patriots have 19 guys on the injury report, which for sure, for I sure. believe that's is a lot.
0: A lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot, I guess, if you're talking for a football team. Yeah, Yeah, so... I don't care about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco doesn't care about football. He just cares about his cool hair, and that's all he has to care about. He's got a Super Bowl ring. What else does he need?
1: Yeah, but you're, where's Joe Flacco from? Delaware, Delaware. It's a week of Delaware wins. So you don't think you don't think Joe (laughs) Flacco. No, no, I don't think Darnold's hurt. I think they put him in. Biden made a phone. His first phone call as president elect was to Adam Gase. It's just like, put in Joe. Hey, it's me, Joe. Put in Joe.
0: (laughs) No, that's a good boy. You think Joe Flacco cares about anything that's not Joe Flacco?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. People from the D.M.V. area are crazy. I've there's no one is as proud of their home as people from that area. I'm gonna read you a text I got from friend of the Props Network, Donnie Sengstack, over the weekend. Um, Okay. Hold on. This was not in our outline actually. So (laughs) this we're audibling Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Okay. So this is the this is we're talking during that Colts Ravens game because Imani's like. You know, Phil Rivers never beat Maryland when he played for NC State. He has only one win against teams from the state of Maryland all time. That's a stupid stat. <laughs> That's a stupid, it's a very stupid stat. But, hey, good good digging, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie, the, he he pulled that up in between, like, Googling brackish water, <laughs> which I unfortunately know because I hang out with Donnie. It doesn't sound very tasty, and I'll stay away. Yeah, I did shows in Baltimore with him yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, after the show, I I can show you guys around Maryland." It was like, "Oh, cool. What is <laughs>
0: what is there?" I don't. If Steve Francis isn't there, I don't care.
1: Yeah, you know? Steve Francis. If there isn't one of the most disappointing point guards of all time, oh there, Stevie, no. Do you remember when he was voted as an All Star starter? Yes, and he. Couldn't score. Uh, I was very upsetting. And the entire like storyline of that game was him trying to score a basket. He couldn't make it happen, and he just looked so out of place. Yeah, and that was kind of the tipping point for old Steve.
0: Yeah, he got. It's one of those things you just get exposed a little bit, but he's still one of my favorite point guards in my hat. In my hat, he's he's good in there.
1: I like him. I liked him a lot. I was. I've always kind of liked the Rockets teams. Yeah, I like those Steve Francis teams. But like in hindsight, like. I think that dude was like messed up a lot.
0: Oh, n- yeah, you're you're doing a little, you're doing a little, i a little, you know, before a game a little bit. I've heard it, I've heard it happen before.
1: Yeah, it's the NBA in the in the late '90s, early 2000s. It did people didn't start oh, caring can, about their bodies till like 2011. Dirk right. beat LeBron once, and then everyone got locked in. Right.
0: There was that one commercial where LeBron was uh, training in the pool, and everyone's like, "Okay, I got to do that." But before then everyone's is drinking that uh crypnotic, that uh that
1: teal drink. Everyone Hi- was hypnotic. 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 See? Uh, yeah, the super Superman's drink. Yeah. I mean that would be a great name for it, Krypnotic. The <laughs> colors, right? <laughs> And so, so we're going to go. We've got a great episode here. Oh, at yeah. TPN the walk on. We're going to do a whole walkthrough of the Masters. Noah Savage from ESPN. Woo. He's going to be our caddy. He's going to talk oh, us through the great like like slate. That. But before we do, it's Monday. Yeah. So we've got to go through the slate for next week's NFL. Hell oh, yeah. And talk about what we learned. What did we learn, Joel? Okay. That the Titans are fake, they're fake tough.
0: That's what I. Uh, that's what I want to say.
1: Um, maybe. I mean, our, we've got a really good Thursday game. I think this Thursday game could well determine the AFC South winner. Yeah, and we've got the Colts at the Titans. The line favors the Titans by one and a half.
0: Right, right. And one and a half. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I come mean, on, nerds. Come on, stat nerds. Give me a better line than that. You know that the Titans might trounced the Colts but I don't don't understand that everyone's being too
1: too safe with that but I don't know the Colts I think they they kind of knew they weren't going to beat Baltimore there was no aspiration to really move the ball this is the kitchen sink game this is where you're bringing out like when a team's desperate to win like Dallas was yesterday you see these innovative play calls like, I loved that kick return play Dallas had. That was pretty cool. Where he threw it across the field, and it was called back on some ticky-tack penalty I know, that I was, like, took 15 yards away from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That stunk. <laughs> but, but I, I think I, I'm leaning Colts here. But from as far as this past week, I thought they played Baltimore pretty closely. Pretty close, yeah. I mean, it was just, just those small little uh
0: You know, just those small little instances of Phillip, but uh, you can't just give them defensive touchdowns, the Ravens. Uh, And with the Titans there, I think their line is good, but everything else isn't that great. So this you know, this is a great Phillip. I am going to bounce back, but uh, do you... Does Philip drink like some sort of elixir to get back to Philip Rivers cuz you know we saw that last week and he was playing he was playing lights out.
1: I mean given his demographic he is the sort of person who would buy a literal snake oil so yeah. he might be having that before the game <laughs> he might have been out for a little bit. Someone in a in a, 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 what's the, what, a seersucker suit. He's yeah. going to roll up outside the <laughs> river's residence. Yeah. He's going to bring the calliope and, you know, he's going to have a whole show. Yeah. And then he's going to sell him that snake oil and he'll be good to go a Thursday night. We'll see. He's uh, going to need it. Water. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think silver water is what my dentist put in my tooth, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but this game, I thought the Titans, that. There were a lot of games in the early slate that were not as close as their scores. Yeah. And the Titans, they won by a touchdown. That game was never in doubt. No, no. The Bears' offense was... Their offensive line is awful. Their offensive line is awful. Their quarterback play is awful. And their whole system is predicated on wantonly throwing down the field. So that's a bad <laughs> mixture right
0: there. Yeah. I, when I was watching that game, I just saw that when you, It's it just a combination of things. When you have a bad O line, when you get exposed there, and then you, when you have a average quarterback that, you know, really needs a good line, it, it's just a calamity of just failure. And Nick Foles, you know, he's not going to pull anything out of his hat. You know, he's not going to. He's not going to slice the defense, you know? He just needs uh, three seconds, three to four seconds, and then like, oh, okay, I'll throw it down, but it's not going to be great. But they had so many offensive penalties. It was just like, what? you guys keep shooting your, yourself in the foot, in the face. It's bad.
1: And when Nick Foles had his best performances of his career, mm-hmm. who was the guy giving him the plays?
0: Oh, that uh, the, the Eagles
1: guy. Frank Reich. Yeah. Current coach of the Colts. And I know Vrabel, like the football intelligentsia, they've taken him as like, he's the next great coach. He's got highlight reels put yeah. out after games. Mm. I think Reich's a better coach than Vrabel. Yes. I think the Colts are a complete team. If you put Matthew Stafford in for Phillip Rivers, this is a team that could win the Super Bowl.
0: They would have they would have lost uh one game. One game. Cause Stafford can throw and he he gets I feel bad for Stafford because this de- the defense lets him down all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to jump ahead to Washington at Lions, our next game? Oh, one sec.
0: Wantonly uh, for for you're saying for Nick Foles there in the chat. Someone says
1: Um, No, I've never met Wantonly. I've only been to Mexico once, <laughs> and uh, I didn't meet a single Italian guy down there. Okay. All right. wanton but that's why i prefaced this show with the fact that it was going to be difficult for me to speak as my mouth is (laughs) periodically filling with blood and you know the lee on the end that wasn't a a a choice that was me gurgling (laughs) as the repercussions of trash talking the trump administration and the packers to my dentist just curdled its way down my throat. Yeah. Okay. So I mean if you do want to come correct my grammar, you're welcome to look at it. <laughs> you're welcome to just sit down with me as I go to my graduate level courses every fucking night. But you know, you can correct me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Wanton Lee. I mean, that just sounds like a star from an Asian black exploitation film, yeah,
0: and he's one of my favorite actors. So, <laughs> you
1: know. I see that for you. Who said that? Was that Jamoke? No, no <laughs> Jamoke is in trouble too. so i don't want I don't want to speak unclearly. I don't want to delve into the realm of hyperbole, yeah, but I think the lion's first half defensive performance yesterday was the worst play I've ever seen from a defense ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also the Vikings when when D Cook he he just makes that offensive go. He makes that offense just go, and he just got wrapped up in just not making tackles and letting this guy run free. So yeah, I mean
1: Dalvin Cook's an incredible player. He was a little bit banged up, and I thought he would be the star for that team moving for this entire season. Yeah, Yeah, and it took a while for their pieces to get in place. Uh, Justin Jefferson's producing. They had so many draft picks last year. It was going to take a while, especially with a limited preseason, for them to get up to speed. Mm -hmm. But the Lions have no excuse. I know they didn't have Trey Flowers, but I was watching that game. The first half was so frustrating because Stafford had 15 consecutive completions with no practice for an entire week.
0: That's incredible.
1: They had, I believe, 75% of the time of possession, and they weren't in the game whatsoever. If the Lions were to merely have just conceded a, a touchdown and, and an extra point to the Vikings, every time they touched the ball, they would have given up one less point in the first half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that tight end, you, no one knows how to cover tight ends in, on the Lions.
1: No one. We have Jamie Collins. He's a great player. But Jelani Tavai, second-round pick, useless. Yeah. Jared Davis, first-round pick, useless. And why does Patricia still have a job? Mm -hmm.
0: because he sweet-talked the the Lions' uh, front office, like, okay, no, 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 I I got it, I got it.
1: And, And of course, (sighs) this week the Lions are going to win, and they are going to cover, because that's just how it goes. They are the good, bad team. On certain weeks, they can beat up an inferior opponent. We've seen it versus Jacksonville. We've seen them have nice games against Arizona and Atlanta and Washington, I mean, they should be able to handle that with the quarterback situation.
0: Yeah, if if he if the Washington football team wins, I can see Matt Patricia getting the boot after the game. Yeah, 100%. there's no reason you should lose that game.
1: I mean, there's no reason you should give up 27 points and a half to a divisional rival who you have more experience with than any other team in the entire league. Mm-hmm. That's 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 egregious. Like divisional yeah. games, even if it's like. Bengals at Steelers. You know the Bengals are going to keep it close because right. they know each other so exactly. well. And we have Everson Griffin from Minnesota telling us, oh, these are the plays they run. This is what they like to do. None of that matters Nothing. at all. The front seven is the worst coach unit I have ever seen in my life. And the head coach is a guy who specializes in developing those positions. It's not good. I ah, put a bullet in my head, Brian. <laughs> okay. We have Jaguars at Packers. What do we learn about the Jags?
0: Um, Jake from State Farm is really good quarterback. He's not bad. He's a pretty good quarterback. I, I dig it.
1: He's good. The Texans defense is pretty rough. The yeah. tackling from Jacksonville, oh boy, they yeah. cannot wrap anybody up. No, no, that's not their, their uh,
0: ding. But uh, Jake Luton, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Jake Luton fan now.
1: You you like every French quarterback. <laughs> if I haven't heard of a quarterback, I know you've heard of them because they probably went to a max school, yep. and you might have their jersey.
0: I might have their jersey. Yeah, you know, and they they didn't look too bad, uh, but they're just you know they're never going to compete like for the full like complete team. So it's fun. It's they're they're a good team to watch, and
1: uh, I don't know. I I don't think. In the the Minshew madness is over. I, I think it's over. I mean, you, if they're really rebuilding, couldn't you trade both these guys? Or are there just too many quarterbacks available right now?
0: You wouldn't get anything from anyone. I you mean, just like trade, like draft pick wise, there's there's nothing there.
1: You don't think the Colts would be a better team with Minshew under center because he is kind of like if he's modern day Philip Rivers yeah. with arm strength. Like okay. he does everything right. He doesn't make mistakes. And like the problem with the Colts and Rivers, it's not the overall offense; it's the four or five terrible plays per game. Yeah, it's the Russell Westbrook corollary. Uh-huh. You got to take away those five blemishes, and then everything you do so yeah. well will just shine. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I like that. But I, I, just,
0: I would do yeah, trade up, just do a swap with uh with the six rounder and give me uh give me Jacoby off the Colts because they don't believe in him. So. Go to the Jags. You don't spend uh, a draft, a first round draft pick on a QB, and you just develop your defense because that's what you need more than anything. Like, you don't need a quarterback yet. Like, you have a whole team that you need to revamp. So, go that
1: way. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to be on the Packers minus 14 next week. Love it. Yeah. I mean, that's a a 30 to 10 game, I think. Yeah, I can see that. And then, oh, you got to love this Buccaneers at Panthers. Buccaneers getting slightly less than a touchdown. Okay. I don't know what happened Sunday night. I'm pretty sure the Bucs aren't that bad. Yeah, they're I'm not that bad. Pretty sure the Saints aren't that good.
0: Ooh, I don't know. I think with Michael Thomas back, you get some more like, oh, you know, the defense just you know puts their eyes in different positions. So I think it, that might have been the issue. But uh, Tom Brady was poo-poo. So that was the big thing.
1: Yeah, he was terrible, and he had time to throw, too. It's yeah. not like the other – the defense is what was really surprising because, like, maybe a quarterback can have a bad game. I'm okay with that variance. Mm-hmm. But that linebacking core that I thought was the strength of the team didn't do anything.
0: No, no. I think uh, <laughs> with Antonio Bryant, I'm, I'm just thinking. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to light this up. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna come out. He's gonna do two hundred for a uh, two for two touches or some shit, and uh, just really, it, I felt like that game would happen like that. Just like someone's gonna lay an egg, but I didn't know it was gonna be the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I I was on the Bucks. I figured, you know what, Saints won the first one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be on the Saints, getting four and a half. The line moved down to three and a half. Okay, and I saw all that money on the Saints. They had the majority of the handles, so I was like, "Oh, Bucks take it." Yeah. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. And did you watch are you? We both live with our girlfriends. Yeah. Did you watch the the bubble with your with Nicole at all?
0: A little bit. She, I had it on, and she was like, "Are you done? Are you done watching?" Because I was, I love. I had to watch every game. So. Every game. Yeah.
1: And during the bubble, it was like you would overhear like, "Oh, they're talking about social justice," or "Why certain." protests or individuals matter to the country at large. Yeah. And it was kind of an enlightening thing. And I felt good for like the woman you love to overhear that. And just like, yeah, this is a product I support. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, hearing Antonio Brown, uh, just the backstory of him was the complete opposite of that yesterday.
0: (laughs) Oh, it it was, it kind of did a reset, just reset everything. Yeah. Like reset the router there.
1: That's the most she's paid attention to a sporting event. Yeah. And she's like, um, why is this guy playing? And I was like, <laughs> Tom Brady thinks he's great. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Tom says he can he can make him stronger and faster. And
1: y- yeah, Tom vouched for him. Um, probably a first intriguing game. We have a meaningful NFC East matchup. Eagles favored by a field goal, Ooh. visiting the Giants. I love it. I love it. The Giants are weird. <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> They've benched Golden (laughs) Tate. Fuck you. Um, I can't swear at the Giants. (laughs) But, you know, I was wrong about their defense. They've been getting a lot better as the season's gone on. They brought a lot of,
0: like, people from injury has finally came back, and they look okay.
1: But it's hard to take the Giants seriously when their head coach comes from special teams.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, if it becomes a chess match between the game, between the two teams... I'm going to expect Joe Judge to not know what chess is.
0: It, exactly. He's like, I know. I just need a gunner, and that's it. You know, he it's it's bad. It, yeah, uh, yeah, Joe yeah, Judge is A
1: special a bad teams coach. coach playing chess, he only uses the rooks. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't
0: know what he's doing. Oh, my God.
1: That cracked me up. It wasn't funny at all, but <laughs> no, I like it. No, good. No, it was a good chess. It was a good chess joke. Um, That one, I'm tempted to take Giants' money line there at home. mmm you say you hate the Eagles, but here you are. You're talking about how the Eagles are going to win the NFC. They definitely are. They definitely. They yes. are definitely going to win the NFC. Uh,
0: oh, NFC East.
1: No, oh, they're they're, yeah. The yeah, they're probably winning the NFC East. I think they have a chance now to win the NFC. They're 3-4-1. They're and one. Steelers are 8-0, and oh, and they have better odds of winning their division than the Steelers do. Yeah. That's, that's insane. I don't know. Tough times. We, Tough times. That's the real Pennsylvania recount. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see that, that Eagles game is going to be because uh, we've seen what Carson does when he gets pressure in the face. It's not great. So <laughs> if if he gets lit up again, I don't. I think he might just quit halfway through.
1: And everyone piles on Wentz, but like maybe ever I mean, it's the expectation that everyone comes back from an, a torn ACL without losing a step right Carson rushed back from that injury every step of the way mm-hmm. the line hasn't been good and maybe just with the type of player he was he'll never be able to reach that ceiling again post-injury it is true it is true my friend and it's no good yeah Eagles and Giants that's a big stay away from me Next game I'll be throwing down on great tease candidate, tease candidate of the year. Mm-hmm. Bengals minus seven and a half at the Steelers. First of all, a lot of people texted me. Yeah. I if Eric Ebron makes a, a big play, my phone <laughs> blows up. <laughs> I I bet, because he he's a mostly a failure. So I, of you first when I saw that. Look, <laughs> when you think of Eric Ebron, you think of me first. I am the first name in the Eric Ebron business. <laughs> And you know what? He made a great play, but I watched that game. I I, I had red zone on my phone, walked the dog, got right. a coffee, visited some friends, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I heard Eric Ebron holding. Eric Ebron drop. Eric Ebron holding. And yeah. then, sure, he made a bad play, but there's a reason he's not number one on that depth chart. True. lot of sloppiness. If somehow, like, there's a lot of bad plays on tight ends these this year.
0: Yeah, and there's no. It's just it, it's just Kelsey. <laughs> it's just Kelsey. Well, no, the Dolphins, Mike Jacecki. He does he does what to do. He's one of my favorite fantasy football players.
1: Great, yeah. Tight end named Mike Jacecki. Yeah, like he is a Bruce Springsteen album that turned into a <laughs> person. <laughs>
0: Isn't that what you want out of a tight end, a Bruce Springsteen
1: album? (laughs) For a tight end, I just want no mistakes. And Mm. I just want solid play, good Mm -hmm. hands. And I probably prefer them as a blocker first. No, not this year. Not this year. (laughs) Tight ends are running rampant all over this league. And then Eric Ebron, if he's making plays, you know.
0: The moons, there's something wrong with the moon. If Eric Ebron's making plays.
1: I'm sorry. I mean, he's, he's a talented athlete, but... Some people, they just, they get a little nervous. They have (laughs) They get the yips, you know. Yeah, And that's Eric Ebron. So I'm inclined to back. I know it's a divisional game, and I know that leads me to believe it's tight. And I know Joe Burrow covers every week. He beat the Titans. You think he's going to be all like,
0: oh, I can beat him again. I can beat the Steelers. You think he's going to do that? He does that in the mirror every day. He's like, oh, I'm going to beat them. That's what Joe does.
1: Yeah, but you don't think this game was enough to scare the Steelers and we see the Steelers best game this week? Uh well, they got the scare from Dallas, so I bet it
0: will be, Mike Tomlin is probably yelling at him right now. They're like, you shouldn't have done getting, you know, put up shouldn't let the Cowboys put up that much.
1: So I think Ben got injured. Uh he has multiple knee injuries mm. from last game. So mm. I think the way to handle this is to wait for that injury to be decided. Minus seven and a half. Don't touch it now. Yeah. I think they're going to win no matter who's the quarterback.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it, that's the good thing about the Steelers. Their defense is so good, you can put anyone out there.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to wait and I'm going to hopefully Ben will be ruled out and I'm going to take him Sunday morning. Okay. Um, Texans at Browns. Woo! We've got our line. What do you got? Three and a half. Browns oh, favored.
0: Okay. Well, we got to see what Baker. Uh, because he he was on the COVID list, so whenever he gets taken off, uh, I will really hope Kevin makes the correct choice. If he can't practice for all, for a couple days, um, we gotta do we gotta roll out Case Keenum. Uh, it just when you have a guy that hasn't been in this this is his first year in Kevin Stefanski's system to get rolled out and not be able to
1: practice that week, I, I don't like it. I don't like it, Joel. I don't like it. Not good at all. But the good news for you is that Houston is last in the league in rush defense. Okay, they give up 159 yards on the ground okay. each week. And every week we talk about what's what line symbolizes a blowout. Mm-hmm. Three and a half. That's Vegas's way of saying we think this is the better team. They can't do. It. And yeah, it's also recency bias because the the Browns played their last game. In awful weather, awful against an awful team, Raiders, <laughs> and they 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 just couldn't move the ball. The winds were too harsh.
0: Yeah, yeah, and hopefully we get Nick Chug back. So Chug's
1: back. He's he's com- he's, du- he's he's coming. He's yeah,
0: I know he's practicing, it, but you know he's got to just see how he has a good a good week of practice.
1: Yeah, and anytime you get your second best running back back, I mean that's good for a team. Second best. <laughs> I'm a Kareem Hunt man.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, That's weird. <laughs> we no one says that. no one says that on the routes. Well, he's not Nick Chubb's
1: okay, but that Kareem Hunt dude. come on, man, Nick Chubb. He don't even play receiver forty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we we do have the dreaded three and a half lurking its ugly head again <laughs> against my favorite Martian, Drew Locke. Um. He's a weird-looking guy. He's
0: a weird guy, but he
1: knows how to sling. I've been referencing the Drew Locke dance to everyone, and yeah. that's not a reference people get at all. No, They're I like, no who's idea.
0: Drew Locke? Who is this man? So I've been doing
1: to. the dance for yeah. him. They're like, oh, okay. It's kind of like when a toddler shows you their performance when they know your <laughs> your parents' friends come over to <laughs> yeah, their right. Oh, that's really good, Joel. You're in your mid-30s. How's that going? It's Do fine. To the Drew. <laughs> Do the Drew. But yeah. We need better gambling historians. What do you mean? Well, I figured watching Drew Locke play this year, mm. I, think he, I think he has a chance to go down as the NFL's all time leader in backdoor covers. They
0: did put up some points in garbage time he pretty puts quickly. Up
1: so, I mean, he puts up, he's better at garbage time than the raccoon who lives outside my apartment. <laughs> and Shout out to Ralph.
0: The, and, the raccoon
1: <laughs> and i tried to find who has the most backdoor covers of all time you think that that metric would be kept it's nowhere no like
0: you need to make it you need to look it up you need to put the stats in for i this. would
1: imagine the current leader in backdoor covers is maybe matthew stafford because mm. he's a second half guy uh, maybe know. drew Bledsoe could be in there as well okay you want to brady brady no because he's probably favored Mm -hmm. backdoor covers because backdoor covers you got to be a quarterback who throws it a lot on a bad team backdoor covers covers. the comebacks that fall short who has the most of those no stats are kept and like we should there shouldn't there be some we have stats on everything we can't have the the gambling metrics we can't have tom brady's career record against the spread we can't have like the amount of the, the win-loss, that's good for parlays, but I really do think there is an arm for these big operations to keep gambling stats. I like that stat. I'm looking for like a Walter Isaacson of gambling. Absolutely. Right. Who's Walter? <laughs> it's Not Walter? No, who is Walter? I don't know who he is. the guy who wrote like the Ben Franklin
0: book and all, those, all the big uh,
1: historical biographies? I, I don't know if you're a... Prim- familiar with the comedic principle of yes and but that was very much at play i don't know who walter isaacson <laughs> is yeah him. he sounds
0: he sounds cool
1: yeah walter. he's uh yeah,
0: yeah. He's, he's done a lot grad like yourself would know that. I,
1: i'm learning maths
0: i think he did <laughs> steve i think he did a stephen jobs book too
1: yeah wow he's good He's a, he's done a lot yeah we learned johnson great pass blocker um okay chargers at dolphins weird line on this one suspicious line in this one Hmm. why are the dolphins only favored by two and a half in this game
0: uh i think that line will go up right i think you know
1: i think it's kind of fun to bet on both these teams I w- I had a great time betting on the Dolphins yesterday, and oh my gosh! What a game! Poor Xavier Howard. Yeah, that guy was playing amazing defense, and they called three ticky tack de- pa- pass interference calls against yeah. him. Totally unjustified.
0: No, that the, you're when you were talking about uh, the four o'clock uh, refs. It, this was one of the showcases of the, just bad ref, just bad refereeing all day.
1: Yeah, and the the Dolphins should have been in control of that game. Even the the first touchdown after the the intermission, mm-hmm. the Miami defender clearly intercepts the ball. Yep. he's He establishes possession, and then the Cardinals player takes it as he's falling out of bounds. I thought that was a Dolphins pick. That's a catch. That's a catch. I, I thought none of those pass interference were pass interference, and, like, Brian Flores has to be coach of the year.
0: Mm, maybe. We'll see. Uh, we got another. you got a couple more wins too. It's,
1: it's Tomlin right now, but
0: you're not going to give it to Kevin Stefanski.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I'm not being a homer here. Like he's turned around the team. If they win, if they win, if they beat the Texans, you got to give it to him.
1: No, because this is the. Looking at the Browns roster, I see a ten-win roster. Okay, and this is the performance they should be be. Putting in. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins, they're similar to the Raiders where the talent level isn't extremely high, but you can just tell that they're bought in to an extreme degree. And with football, that makes such a difference.
0: <sighs> I was hoping you wouldn't make a great point. <laughs> like,
1: uh, <laughs> I, I watch the Matt Patricia Lions every week, and a call goes against us, it crumbles. I saw a call after call go against the Dolphins. Yeah. They had their resolve, they were steeled. I see a football team. That's bought in. That's ready and is extremely well coached. Everyone's playing up to the maximum of their talent level on that squad. Yeah, that
0: yeah. Back to back weeks of just playing hard and just not quitting. And that's that's just coaching. That's just good coaching right there. Yeah. And hands down,
1: hands down to Brian. Yeah, how chart two and a half on that game? They're mm. mo- It's in Miami. It, the LA traveling, but it's still. A four o five start time. There's no reason <laughs> to put that <laughs> game Mr. at four o five other than Justin Herbert. He only plays at four o five. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: his slot. We told him. He told him this is your slot. boy. That's it. But yeah, that's gonna be another fun game for uh, for Tua because he's the progression's there. So I mean, uh, he, he yes. I okay. I'll give Brian the the win if Tua just keeps developing. As the as this as the week goes on,
1: yeah, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna evaluate to um, we they're thinking about that Houston pick. They're not picking a quarterback.
0: <laughs> no, no, they're gonna get you know, another. You know, you go, go QB or D. You go D line, and then just call it a day. Just keep stacking that defense up. That's how you win.
1: Yeah, and it, we've seen everyone picked a receiver this last draft. Mm. I imagine the receiver needs aren't. As, as widespread as they were last year. I don't think you need it. Yeah. And yeah, you're just gonna have to build around him. So yeah, I'm gonna be on the Dolphins on this one for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did you have this with Tua? Hmm. Every time he threw the ball, I thought it was gonna be an interception.
0: He, it's that left. It's the left hand it's mirage. The left
1: hand mirage. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Ooh, we're running over time. We we started early and we're <laughs> still going over. <laughs> Um, let's go through this quickly. Bills at Cardinals Cardinals minus one and a half. I think Kyler Murray could die on the field.
0: Is that going to die on the field? He's
1: so good at not getting hit when he runs through the tackles on like a a QB draw. Yeah. When he goes outside, he gets smacked. That's true. He never dives. He's five foot eight. And that that's on the coach. (laughs) Well, yes.
0: If he dies, he dies. Okay. Yeah. That's That's the
1: cliff Kingsbury model. (laughs) you got to protect him better um this game's got to be a stay away bills at cardinals i know the bills looked amazing yesterday mm-hmm. i know i think this is a good line it's probably a pick em game just enjoy this one uh seahawks at rams rams didn't play this week seahawks looked terrible so we're going to support the seahawks next week
0: e- easy yeah their their defense was so s- awful like i'm scared to even like put them in that situation and not having uh Not having your full stable running backs really kind of makes makes them, like, one-dimensional. And that's not Russ anymore. Like, he needs that running game.
1: Yeah, but you can't really evaluate the offense just because they were in a hole the entire time. Like, they were down 14 points by the time kickoff landed. Yeah. But you still run that ball, though.
0: You still run that ball because, I mean, he's – Russ can – he pulls rabbits out of his helmet and his hat and his butt. He just knows how to win.
1: Yep, that's Russ. And then 49ers at Saints. This spread's too big. Saints, nine and a half.
0: (laughs) Easy. That's easy. Yeah, Niners will cover that. They're not as
1: bad as they looked against Green Bay. They had so much chaos with the COVID, with the injuries, Mm -hmm. with a short week. Thursday night games this week are so much. It's awful for these teams. They... (laughs) COVID sucks. (laughs) COVID sucks, but we got a vaccine. Hey! Well, we don't. I mean, we're going to be last in line because we're so young and healthy, but conceivably, we have a vaccine. This is good. Good news. Pfizer. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. And then uh, Ravens at Patriots. Ravens all day. Yep. Touchdown spread. And then Vikings at Bears, Monday night. Bears favored by it opened at Bears favored by one and a half. That can't be the case anymore. No, Vikings favored by two and a half. Ooh. Bears money line. Bears money line? Yeah. Okay. I um,
0: they're just yeah, I don't know. They're offensive line. If if they don't get healthy, you know, by by the week, bringing in some more uh you know, just people off the bench, uh, I don't think so. I I I, uh, I think the Vikings just they cruise. They're cruising. They're Tom Cruise right now.
1: I'm I'm with it. I agree with you every step of the way. Doesn't that seem a little too easy though?
0: It very seems too easy. Yeah.
1: Like with this spread. No. Did,
0: did, did the Bears not just
1: lose to a team that's not as good as the Vikings? That the Titans beat the Vikings when they played. I know that was earlier in the season, and that, that goes against my hypothesis of the Vikings improving. But mm. divisional game. Monday night home field
0: get that extra day you get that extra day to kind of chill
1: and like this is going to the bears they have so much pressure on them to they deliver need their this best game.
0: game they need this game
1: yeah if they go from f- 5 and they were 5 and 1 right yeah yeah if they go from that to 5 and 4 with the vikings just a game back in the division in the wild card race
0: they could legit end up 6 and 10 and just <laughs> <laughs> that's the ball game.
1: And that's how talented that roster. That's a six and ten roster. Great front seven. A couple great players in the secondary. Mm-hmm. One of the worst offenses you'll ever see in your yep, life. Yep, 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 yep. So that's what we learned in week ten. And who are we? We are the props network. The props network, they're the place where bets begin. No, the props network isn't a sports book. It's where smart betters and new players go before the sports book. Why? Because the props network has a few things that all bettors need. Exclusive sign-up bonuses, reporting on weekly promos, free betting picks, and live odds comparison for every football game. A visit to thepropsnetwork.com before placing a bet guarantees that you'll be wagering with the best available bonus and getting the biggest possible payout when your bets hit. This week at the Props Network, you'll get $30 free bets, no deposit required from Unibet. 4 risk-free bets, up to $1,000 at PointsBet with code BONUSPROPS, and up to $250 bonus credit when you make a new account at BetRivers. And, you know, this Sunday you didn't want to bet rivers. You can get all these deals and more at thepropsnetwork.com. Must be 21 or older to bet online. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. This week is the Masters. It's being played in November. It's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. So it truly is a tradition unlike any other. Joining us to talk through it, it is one of my great friends from you know from ESPN. He's got a great new web series out that I encourage you all to check out, The Chip King. Please welcome Princeton himself, Noah Savage. <laughs> Noah, what's up? Th- what up, you. guys? Thanks for coming it, on. How are you, brother? Is it just you, or is it you and Brian? It's me and Brian. Oh, what up, guys? Hey, we'll we'll get Brian in the two shot. He'll be there. <laughs> Lean up. You're all hunched over. Like I'm you're, my bad. Like you're I'm, I'm, I'm the battling garden.
2: through a devastating uh, neck injury right now that I probably sustained golfing. Yeah. So I've, I've hit the heavy uh, muscle relaxers today. So I'm going to be real groggy and probably pass out halfway through. Nice. You got some of those horse, horse guys? Yeah, I took two or three. They're expired, too. <laughs> a little red wine. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're living like
1: John Daly, brother. You truly are a golfer.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean... The thing about golf, and and you guys know this better than anything, there's not a better sport to engage in substances or gamble with. I mean, (laughs) it's it's if you watch golf and you're not gambling on it, I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. You know, (laughs) You, you need to make picks to make this a fun sport to watch. So are you a big golf gambler? Oh yeah, like I don't I don't watch unless I got something uh you know in the in the hopper. Okay, so
1: let me frame up this segment for you. I got $100 that I'm going to put out there this weekend. Let's go through everything going on with these Masters, and you tell me how how we're going to spend that money. Sound good? Yeah, perfect. All right, so it's in November. It's normally played in April. First of all, how are these fall conditions going to make it
2: affect the players? Yeah, well, I think that the the two things to to watch out for is, number one, There are no fans. If you're a golf fan, you know there's no fans ever at Augusta. They're patrons. There's all sorts (laughs) of goofy and, like, really – like, when you first watch the Masters, you're like, all right, this is a tradition unlike any other. And then you dig a little deeper, and you're like, it seems like uh, like an Adam Sandler movie, like Mr. Deeds, and then he got to make his own golf course because some of them are so random. The rules are amazing. (laughs) You can't uh, take the green jacket with you. You can't you just take... have to leave it there. What? Um, the tickets are incredibly cheap, but they're impossible to get. The food is cheap. They have a secret pimiento cheese recipe. I mean, <laughs> you go down the line and there's all these random quirks. You're like, whoever, whoever started Augusta was uh, like slightly mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're not allowed to run unless you're a player. You can bring your own chair, but the chair can't have armrests. <laughs> and once when there was, when all of the greens keepers went to world war II, they had cows trim the grass and they ate the whole course.
2: Yeah. They're like, we want you to be comfortable, but actually super uncomfortable. 12 minutes into sitting down, you can <laughs> sit down, but you're going to hate it. But in terms of this year, guys think about last year. First of all, how long has this year been? I, I remember that Tiger won it last year. And I was like, that can't be right. I know. And <laughs> I was like, what year is this? But <laughs> last year, he's he's charging. He's he's going down a stretch. Other guys who are in contention were saying that they would knock in a birdie putt or they would do something incredible. And there's like eight people kind of smattering of claps. <laughs> and then Tiger does anything. And it's like a roar of thousands of people. So the first thing that comes to mind is you're playing with no patrons there, and to me that favors the younger guys. That's just less pressure. I don't care how you how you put it. You know how it is. You perform a room for ten people. You go. This is easy. If you do the <laughs> garden. It's more pressure. Right. And you you
1: can't be a, a newbie at this course. Like I remember in twenty twelve, like. Clayton Baker I think was his name. He he was playing the course for the first time. He took a little sand from the bunker. He was arrested for taking that sand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and and the sand is actually like like this is like the wizard of oz. The sand is made of aluminum shavings or something from mining aluminum. What? And then they put food dye into the into the lakes to make it even brighter. So it's all about the the look on TV. Uh they don't they don't let the flowers bloom usually until it's going to time up with the masters. They'll put ice onto the the plants around the course. That is rude for and, plants. And, yeah. <laughs> and there, and there's no animals. There are no animals around. There's a, there's a giant fence around. You never see a squirrel. Wow. You rarely see a bird. There's, there's a, a rumor that the birds are piped in. <laughs> uh, artificially <laughs> so very nfl of them slash nba
1: what kind of rumors that yeah these
2: birds aren't real <laughs> yeah uh i know real birds and when i watch it at home that bird is bullshit man that's not a real bird i know real it birds <laughs> so but this,
1: uh, this is gonna be a great tournament i'm gonna watch it it may or may not be delayed because of the weather um i think it's gonna be a little bit of a stop and start play first of all What's the best bet you want to make if you just want to root against Bryson
2: DeChambeau? Yeah, well, there, there's a a couple guys that are kind of in the same, like, echelon, whether it's John Rahm or you want to put money on Rory, who's trying to win the Masters to complete the career Grand Slam. Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. Like, Justin Thomas is a guy who's incredibly detail-oriented. He's a perfectionist. He he had, was in contention at the Zozo and then just kind of fell off late. He just couldn't get a birdie. He was just uh really struggling. So that that rung of guys, it, it's you can you can't go wrong with Xander Shawfle, you know, Brooks at eighteen to one. But the guy that I really like, uh that you gotta throw some money on is Matthew Wolf. Matthew you know, Wolf he, Matthew Wolf is
1: a very chic pick here, second at the US Open, second at Shiners, and you, you like those youngins. He's a baby.
2: Yeah, and, and I like long hitters at Augusta, and the reason, if you look at a map of the course, like, this is a dream course for me to play, okay? The Chip King has a big slice, <laughs> okay? <laughs> the Chip King hits, all right, I bought balls. I'll tell you a story that'll relate to the Masters. I bought 130 balls <laughs> for a bachelor party, okay? Sweet. With with my friend's face on them. Nice. and. The Bachelor Party got canceled. So I just started playing the balls because I'm like, whatever, I'll buy new balls next time. You know, when the <laughs> Bachelor Party comes back, I hit 130 balls into the woods since about, you know, July 5th. <laughs> so the way that relates to the Masters is this is almost as wide open as you can get for a pro course because holes either have out of bounds only on one side or there's no out of bounds either way. Yeah. So if you're Bryson and you're trying to fly it 400 yards off the tee, you're not afraid of hitting it out of bounds because there's just nowhere to go. You'll you'll be on another hole, but you're gonna have a look in. And Matthew Wolf is a bomber as well. He it really, really long. And as a young guy with no patrons, he's a guy that you look at and go, he's kind of pissed. He feel like he should have maybe won the U.S. Open and maybe won at Shriners. And he he's another one of those young dudes who's like he doesn't care what you think about him because if he did, he wouldn't swing the club like Jim Larritz. I and mean, the thing is ugly. <laughs> And and I,
1: that makes sense with Bryson because, like, if you look at the odds for who's going to win, the odds for Bryson are way too steep. Eight eight to one is insane for any golf tournament.
0: And no, for for young golfers out there, that if they if they say they mess up early in Augusta, do you think they have enough to you know bounce
2: back from that? Yeah, uh, you know what? I dep- I think it depends uh, who it is. You know, I think a guy like Dustin Johnson for sure does. Um, he's not that young, but Justin Thomas is a guy who just can explode, gets a lot of birdies and can come back. Um, you know, the, the guy I worry about, and, and one of the one of the bets you might want to make to miss the cut uh, with, with your $100, Joel, is Brooks Kepka to maybe miss Whoa. the cut. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I know there like is a long thing?
1: layoff. I know Brooks was second in 2019, but just from an outsider, golf, I'm like you. I'll, I'll watch it when I got a wager down. But this is Kepka's sport. I'm thinking now. Yeah, I, well, I now I live with Sam, and Sam just tells me Dustin Johnson's the greatest athlete who ever lived. So I got that all that
2: uh, you know, what's the word? Propaganda being put on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Dustin Johnson's another kind of really chic pick. He's third in driving distance off the tee, right? He's hot right now. He, he's he's number one in the world. He made a 60-foot putt in Houston a couple days ago that kind of people said, wow, maybe this guy is a guy of destiny. And he's a guy with a lot of runner-up finishes. So he's got a lot to prove still. It's kind of the perfect storm uh, when you look at Duns- Dustin Johnson, in my opinion. But but if you're going to bet one stat at Augusta, it's driving distance. That, that's what I'm going with here.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm with it. And if we're just going to talk lots – Locks, let me throw it out there, because the props for the Masters are amazing. If you're not a diehard golf fan, this is as extensive as March Madness or the Super Bowl. And if you just want to make money, if you get a certain Biden payout in time, maybe look at, you can bet on the best player from Spain, John (laughs) Rahm, minus 835. That's a lock. Sergio's out with COVID. Yeah, Sergio has COVID, so then you're on Rafa Cabrera Bello, plus 500, or... Jose Maria, uh, Maria Olazabal. So yeah, that's my favorite bet. It's insanely stupid,
2: but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you can bet on if there's gonna be a hole in one for anybody. When was the last uh, hole in the one at the
1: Masters? Ooh, that would be cool.
2: <laughs> Did Tiger do it? Tiger had to do it. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my other here's my other hot take as a basketball player. Hmm. I'm betting athletes in the masters okay okay. Tony Finau he played center for his high school basketball team he averaged 11 rebounds a game (laughs) okay all right this is what and 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 Joel here's where you should put your money okay look within yourself a couple years ago you transformed your body you packed on the muscle that's a bet on Bryson right there (laughs) that's a bet on Bryson
1: Sure, I. But Tony Finau, he's Mormon. He hits at 315 off the
2: tee, and you know, 6'4", compact swing. I like that. Yeah, and you know, he rocks Nikes. He kind of dresses like a basketball player. He could have played college basketball, but decided to pursue golf. That was a great, great uh, decision by him. But you're getting it at 33 to one. But, so if you're, you you got to put 10 bucks on that. You have to put 10 bucks on Finau, Joe. But isn't
1: Tony Finau the guy who got psyched out by Tiger Woods last time? Like, he was yeah. he was palpably scared. They were playing together in the final twosome, right? And they just couldn't hang. So that tells me psychologically. And, like, if you're suggesting athletes,
2: who's a better athlete than Brooks Kepka? Yeah, but he's a banged-up athlete. And th- to me, the, the Brooks-Bryson feud is one of the best storylines in golf. On one hand, you've got the mad scientist – who reinvented himself he added the yardage but he lets you know how smart he is at every turn <laughs> and then there's brooks who's like shut up stop stalling and hit the damn ball but that approach doesn't work when you're not 100 percent. you can't just be a meathead yeah have very little thought into your game and then have a bad knee here a bad back i mean you know, out in Harding Park, he's getting chiropractic adjustments during the round. I've never seen that before. Whoa. He's having his, his hip worked on during the round. Yeesh. Okay, it, that's it, not it, great. It, that's
1: good analysis there. Props to the chip king on that one. Yeah.
2: And, and he's been tinkering with his equipment. So my thought is he is Shooter McGavin going out in the dark, trying the, the happy Gilmore swing. Right. Ooh, he's going, I'm I like screwed. That. I need more yardage. He's screwing with his clubs this late in the game. Please, yeah, that's no good. And Bryson's no, living in his head. let you guys talk sometimes. No, and, no, no, <laughs> no. Do you want Bryson to
0: have to wear the green jacket? Because he, you know, he's going to put, he's going to cut with scissors
1: so his arms fit. You know, he wants to do that. But Bryson, his weight fluctuates, and you only get another green jacket if your body changes. So Bryson's the rare guy who could get two
2: green jackets. <laughs> 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 if, if I was a professional golfer, I'd have at least nine green jackets. Given. <laughs> My own weight fluctuations, so I respect that. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's the but, Mark Gasol of New York comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: a great call. I, I'll take that. Uh, and just Bryson,
1: for the record, Brooks Kepka to miss the cut is plus three fifty. So that's a nice little payout there. Ten dollars to bring back thirty five. hundred to bring back three fifty. I don't know that. I like that.
2: Yeah, I don't. You know what? I actually thought the, the odds would be a little bit better on that. Maybe. I, maybe I don't love that. <laughs> We've already locked in Matt Wolf. Uh, as a winner 33 to one i want to go even uh i know we're jumping around a lot but i what i love about golf from a betting perspective is you get these crazy odds that when you bet other sports you go how on earth could i get odds this good you're looking at tiger the defending champion 28 to one you're looking at bubba watson two-time champion 28 to one you can bet Phil Mickelson 66 to one. You got to throw $10 on Phil. Why wouldn't you
1: got to? I mean, he's the patron saint of gambling. We got to bet on Phil and we did <laughs> cover patron-
2: all of and, and the- of calves and of chipping the guys. <laughs> one of the best wedge players of all time. I worship Phil. That's true. And, and the lot, the bets for the
1: masters are so fun. I've got some props in front of me right now. So this is the most insane thing I've seen offered by a sports book. Hole in one in the tournament by a South African player. <laughs> yes, plus eight
2: hundred should be probably steeper. Plus eight hundred should be plus uh, eighty thousand. That's that's <laughs> absurd. Right, bad odds. I wish I could bet with the house on that one.
1: We there is a no. You can bet minus oh, yeah, twenty five hundred. But no,
2: but no, 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 hammer the no, hammer
1: the no. <laughs> yeah, how do you spend your hundred bucks? Yeah, put it on no South Africa's did a hole in one. <laughs> and you win four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> How about top lefty? That's fun. There's only four lefties in this tournament, so that could be a nice place to put Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, minus 250. Then Phil, two to one.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, th- the fact that it's Phil and Bubba makes it a little tough. Uh, but both those guys still hit long. I mean, Phil, Phil is 50, and he's still hitting at 312 off the tee. To give you guys a little bit of uh, context with that, when Tiger Woods dominated the 97 Masters, he was driving at 323 that weekend at Augusta. He was averaging under 300 because it was 97. Nobody hit long. Only John Daly hit over 300. Mm. But Phil, at 50, don't count him out. I mean, what does he care? He doesn't give half an F. He'll go in there and win this tournament. That's
0: true. That is Phil. That That is the Phil mantra. He's like, F it. I'm winning this thing.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we talk about how the no fans can help the young players, but with conditions being bad, does that maybe help? players like phil or tiger who've played this course
2: 15 20 times i mean yeah and i I buy the uh i buy the idea of experience at augusta more than anything else because you compare it to another tournament where it's you know the site moves around that sort of stuff doesn't matter and for all the analytical stuff that bryson does it's guys who just like feel it down in their nuts like phil and like tiger (laughs) who are going to be able to be like ooh, that's a little wind let me uh you know, oh, la- last second adjustment. Yeah. I think if the worse the weather gets, the older, the more experienced player benefits from that. Yeah. We we pull up the weather report for for, uh, for this yeah,
1: week. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's get that in play. We've got a lot of information to play with. So we've got a lot of info. Noah wrote us a book report on the Masters <laughs> so far. <laughs> so you like, you like Morikawa, too, don't you? Do you want to talk to us a little bit about yeah. him? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so you know, I, I was loving Morikawa, and the the more I kind of dug into it, Morikawa has a beautiful, has unbelievable mechanics. Okay, for me, he's like he's like a Clay Thompson on the golf course. It's just <laughs> beautiful swing, perfect confidence. What he did out in Harding Park when he hit the green on a par four that basically solidified the championship, but he's been very inconsistent since then. And if you compare Harding Park, it's very narrow compared to Augusta. So I, I don't love him anymore. I've kind of fallen out of love with him. And I'm kind of back in on Rory. I feel like Rory is a little pissed off. He once again got dragged into like a semi-controversy, not controversy, rocking the hoodie. And he needs his masters just to, be, to become a Grand Slam champion. And he's bombing He's fifth in in driving distance on the tour. And so he's got a chance just as much as Bryson to hit it long all all weekend.
1: And two, two things off that. First of all, Murakawa, he won the PGA championship and you might think, Oh, that's a great player. That's so promising. But he was a a college golfer at Cal Berkeley, which plays their golf at the same course Harding park that the PGA championship was held at. So that's a huge home field advantage for for him. And then if you want to go back to Rory, like, it's completing the Grand Slam, but look at the other times he won the the Grand Slams, U.S. Open 2011 and 2012 PGA Championship, 2014 the Open. He hasn't won a major in over five years, so that gives me some doubt there.
2: Yeah, and, you know, he's he's really – he's Tiger Woods' favorite player, okay, in my mind, because he started off his career in this way that was like, oh, my God, he's going to dominate the sport for the 20 years like Tiger did and he fell off. I mean, he really nose dived, uh, you know, not to the point of, of speed who, you know, I, I feel bad for him. How, how poorly it's gone the last year or two, but with Rory, he just had, he didn't, he didn't live up to tiger. And it just shows how great of a run that, that tiger's had. Mm-hmm. But I think he's kind of due. you know, eighth at the U S open 17th, at the Zozo, his mentality seems like it's right. He dumped his, you know, first fiance married a not famous person he's out of the limelight a little bit i i like where his head's at right now yeah and
1: your notes for these golfers are amazing would you do us a favor and read the john rom notes to us (laughs) Column on the right hand side please
2: (laughs) oh uh well listen this is called high level sports analysis but he majored in communications at Arizona State University,
1: which is a, a really worthwhile degree. That's like the, yeah. that's like the bullshit university with the bullshit degree.
2: Yeah, he's like, I minored in bullshit and I majored in also bullshit. Um, <laughs> Arizona State has basically the hottest girls in, in the, on the planet. And all he did was play golf, bang girls named Ashley, go out there and just dominate. I mean, a golfer is going pro with a Spanish accent in Arizona. Please. Well, yeah, you're that's an easy win. Uh,
0: here's the no. weather for for Thursday. Uh, we have T storms at a ninety percent chance. Thursday, uh, Friday, 79, 79 degrees, fifty percent. So yeah, it's going to be a shower day, but looks like Thursday is going to be the heavy one.
1: Yeah, but if if we know Thursday is going to be a delay, which of these golfers are going to be better at just like getting their adrenaline up and then just. Putting it on pause for twenty four hours. That's a really Rory. tough psychological fact, Rory. That's, yeah,
0: I'm getting Rory. I, I agree with Noah completely about he. He's got this swag that I love. I, I. It's just it's a different it's a different view from a golfer, and I think he's just he's in a zen spot right now.
1: But you know now, we have maybe it's Justin Thomas I like because he grew up in the South. He's more familiar with the conditions of this of these regions during November. And you know what? He's got pretty good odds, 12-1. to 1. He's never done great at the Masters. That's what gives me pause there. Best finish, had, I think, is 12.
2: And he had a, kind of a rough uh, closing round at the Zozo recently. He was bothered by weather. I mean, he stood over a ball. I don't know if it was 15 or 16 at the Zozo, but he stood over it. He stepped off. There was wind. He stood back over it. He he, he It got in his head a little bit. And if if this plays normally like Augusta, that's one thing. But if it's going to be swirling winds and going to play more like a British Open-Augusta hybrid, you know, can Justin Thomas deal with that? Or is he going to say, what the hell is this? It's supposed to be a certain way down here in the South.
1: That That's a very good point. A lot of, lot of hot takes here, Joel. I mean, th- takes that's why there, we Noah. get the chip
2: king, baby. <laughs> yeah, I love your the sweater. What is that? You got a little tiger action on there? Yeah, this is a... Uh, I forget what brand this is. The guy, uh, Little Dicky, wears this in Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it first. <laughs> yeah, aspirational, be Little Dicky. Uh, and oh, side side note, by the way, one time I was booked to do a, a Midnight Madness at a college. Yeah. And uh, the next year they booked a Little Dicky. So <laughs> <laughs> upgraded for them that yeah. year. <laughs> Those are the two guys who come
1: to mind. I mean who are white entertainers with charisma and that it factor, Noah Savage and Lil Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> How did Tiger win last year? I know it feels like a million years ago, but doesn't that seem like physically impossible at this
2: point? Yeah, it it, uh, it was stunning. You know, and one of the things about Tiger now is he just doesn't play as much. You know, he's a little bit like – I don't know who you want to compare him to. Who's really, it's like Kawhi Leonard, right? Mm -hmm. Got the big injury. So they say, screw it. We're not going to play you in the other events that don't matter. He's out here for one thing. It's waitresses and (laughs) uh, majors. That's all he's about right now. So he's saving up and he just came out. He was ready. And he had a chance, I think, to play a practice round that he usually would have played in between two of the days. He turned it down. He was rested. He was calm. And he finished really well. You know, in 2005, he blew it on the finish, uh, bogeying 17 and 18. And last year when he won, he needed a big eight iron. He got it. He put it within three feet of the pin for a birdie. And then his drive on 17 closed it out. Yeah. And
1: last year, I mean, there were, ESPN just published an article about all the little like preparations he did last year. So it sounds like those aren't really part of his pre- routine this time around. So that could be tough for Tiger there. And then you you kind of flag some guys who I maybe were irrelevant, but Bubba Watson, Jason Day, thirty three to one odds. I think the powers that be at the at the Props Network they love Bubba here. So yep. any sh- I mean, if it's in the South, you you want to support someone named Bubba? But, Am yeah, I gotta right? give
0: Bubba a little bit.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I love the Bubba bet. Um, another guy hits it long and is the lead around the green. And a two-time winner. So, you know, all these guys think that they're going to win going into the weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I, I read an interesting stat that was like 225 guys on the tour have won a major. But only 85 have ever, ever won two. Wow. So Bubba's in that category where he's won at least two majors. And he's got the experience, the lefty, elite putter. That's where he really makes his big money. Uh, so I love those bets. I love Tiger, Phil, Bubba. When you're going to bet, bet the old guard, take all those bets.
1: Yeah, Jamoki says he loves Bubba.
2: We got we got Bubba fans. Okay,
1: so we got ten dollars on Bubba. That's for sure. We got eight hundred and thirty-five on John Rom to be the best Spaniard. And just in terms of long shots, I like to bet the stories. You know, and I know you're not in on Brooks, but a a one and two finish for Bryson and Brooks. Mm-hmm. 150 to 1. That seems fun to root for. Got to bet that. Love it. Got to bet. Sam, Sam looks like he just smelled a fart, which we are farting over here, so <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> I like your Brooks the cut. Bet better. Oh, you like, you like Brooks to miss, mix the cut.
0: Is there a, a, a bet for, like, someone gets COVID or anything?
1: Uh, it's it's th- terrible,
0: th- but I'm sorry. I just, you know. You know what, If I, you got
1: Sergio, you, if, you, if COVID's got Sergio, it's going to get other people. I'm looking for the COVID bet. Um, well, it's in Georgia, so they first have to acknowledge that COVID exists before oh, they put that line on the board. Okay, gotcha. So it's tough All for them. Right. Yeah. All right. So how about these guys who've really fallen off? Like a lot of the players who I kind of know for name value, like Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth. I, I it's kind of um, absurd that these guys are seventy to one to me. Like, is
2: it do golfers really lose it that quickly? Yeah, well, Spieth, Spieth did lose it that quickly. And, you know, he was <laughs> another guy who was going to be on, you know, he was number one in the world at one point. And he, but, but people expected sustain, sustained uh, greatness. I can't speak English, but you understand the point. And he fell off hard. But if you want to play the story angle and pick one or two of those, take a flyer on it, I'm not against it. But I, I you got to put some money on Bryson for sure because you don't want to be the dumbass who bets everybody else and is like, oh. Uh, That one was right in front of me. And I do think
1: big picture, Bryson winning is always good for golf. Like, Tiger, he put the sport up to new heights of popularity because everyone loved him. Right. And I think it's possible for Bryson to do the exact opposite of that. (laughs) Trump's out of the picture. America needs a new villain. Who better than this Nordique weirdo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: and... You know, anybody else with his story in terms of, I'm not getting it done, I got to get bigger, I'm going in the lab, I work really hard. I mean, that's how bad his personality is, that people aren't <laughs> super obsessed with him. He's got a great story, and people just are like, shut up, nerd. Yeah. I'm trying to hear about your physics.
1: Yeah, it's not good. Stop oh.
2: showing us your ripped
1: body. He's the only ripped dude who people t- say, put a shirt back on. We don't yeah. need that. <laughs> Also, he
2: he leads the league in homoerotic calls by the announcers where they're like, and look at that shirt barely staying together on his glistening back (laughs) as he walks down the fairway with a powerful stride and his bulging. You're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's not even that big. That's what makes me mad, too. These guys aren't even that big. Brooks is like 205 and everybody's like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> so huge,
1: he's a monster. you you pulled up some really funny stuff with the announcers in the history. Um, broadcaster Gary McCord fired for saying they don't cut the grass at Augusta. <laughs> they use bikini wax. <laughs> <laughs> there,
2: there's a guy who definitely calls it trim. you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only when Bryson's out there, baby here, That's I got brutal a... though
2: go ahead uh, Brian
0: yeah uh, there, here's a bet question here. Can you do a win?
1: Place show for a winner top five and top 10. Yeah, you can do that. They have when you look at golf lines, they have they're divvied up into winner top. Like, if you look at it, it's winner top five, top 10. Uh-huh. So, top 10 for anyone is like more or less even odds. Is there a lock for a top 10 finish
2: for, from my point of view? Yeah, yeah, Justin Thomas. Justin, you know, Th- you, you bet Justin Thomas top 10. I'd be comfortable betting Rom, uh, McElroy, Justin Thomas, top five. Yeah. Um, and and Rom- again, love love Matthew Wolf. I'd leave Xander Xander Shoffley and Brooks Kapka kind of off that list in that in that uh, echelon. But all those—that's thirty bucks for you right there. Put ten on that. Put ten on Bryson to win. Okay, so I got ten on Bubba. I got ten on
1: Bryson. I got ten on Justin Thomas, top five. 10 on John Rom, top five. And we're going to do 10 on Kepka to miss the cup. Uh, Cut. I don't want to do it, but it sounds like the health isn't there for him. We got $50 to spend. Before we do that, I'm going to go and do a quick little ad read. Shout out to some of our friends. And where are our friends this week? You know where they are. They're at BetMGM Sportsbook. The official sports book of Jamie Foxx and the Detroit Lions. And they are live for legal betting in Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, Nevada, New Jersey, West Virginia, and now the great state of Tennessee. Are you betting on the Masters this week? Well, you should. How about the NFL and college football? Take some of that action to BetMGM. Why? Because for a limited time, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for Props Network listeners. All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM. Use code WALKON20 to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $500. That's right, just enter code WALKON20 and up to a $500 bonus bankroll is all yours. Then you'll enjoy all that BetMGM has to offer, earning free bets every week in the Money Monday Club, which is nice if you have something tied up, multi-sport parlay boosters. And this week, you get a $10 free live dealer casino play when you wager $20 or more On any NFL game. And you know, if they're smart, like you're just going to automatically win that $10 casino bet. That's how it works. So try BetMGM with code WALKON20 now while the offers last. Must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER today. And we are back with Noah Savage, the Chip King. I've got $50 left to spend on my Masters wagers. We're going to figure out how to do it. Will it be winners, prop bets? And with these sort of things, like, you want to diversify your bets, right? So with golf, do you like to just bet on a bunch of different guys to win or just throw it out on a bunch of various props?
2: I mean, I love I love to take winners, and then I like a couple top fives. So that way, you know, like going into the PGA, I had three out of the top five alive on Sunday. And, you know, when you go down – the odds get crazy pretty fast, and there's some there's some premier names where you're getting really long odds that you gotta love. So what I'd love you to do, Joel, is out of this group of, you've already taken Bubba, but Patrick Reed, Matsuyama, Matt Wolf, Tony Finau, and Tommy Fleetwood, you got to take at least two of those well, at 33 to one. I mean, th- well, Tommy bit- Fleetwood's
1: actually 55 to one, so I see good value there.
2: Ooh, so it moved, yeah. So d- take
1: him. Sam, is there something that happened with Fleetwood in the past day that we don't know about that moved the line? No, he just hasn't been playing very well. Okay, so, you know, but if we've seen the cranberry juice do anything, it's the season of Fleetwood, so (laughs) he's going to win the tournament. They're going to let that guy ride down a skateboard and put on the green jacket. It'll be great. He's a great ball striker, wet conditions. Wet conditions, 55 to 1. I like that Tommy Fleetwood and like those odds, not bad at all.
2: He's going to spill the cranberry juice on the green jacket, immediately get arrested. <laughs> <some> <laughs> Augusta bylaw. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I, I was just joking there. No way is Augusta letting the cranberry <laughs> juice guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tommy Fleetwood, we've got $40 left to play with. Do, so do I want to? What about some of these lower tier guys for top 10? Because if you look at the payouts, it becomes like 10 to 1. Couldn't I bet like the bottom five guys to hit the top 10 and maybe
2: one of them hits. I wouldn't do that. I, I, <laughs> I, I like the, <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. I would not do that. I, I like the middle odds. I like the guys where, you know, they're, they're beat up a little bit in terms of the perception, but they're right there. I mean, nobody wants to pick Patrick Reed cause he's a dick and everybody <laughs> hates him. Like, like I've just never seen anybody root for Patrick Reed but here's a guy that you could take it 28 to one and be happy with it. Or what about we bet on the lat
1: letdown? We know Patrick Cantley won the Zozo. He's riding high off that he's got to go hit in the, in the rain and the sleet he's plus three twenty five to miss the cut. I mean, that that seems like a fun wager to me.
2: I don't mind it. I like it.
1: Yeah, because golf is such a psychological game. You need to be, like, finely tuned. You need to be hungry. And if you just have that
2: payoff of success, you're not going to be as sharp. Yeah, no doubt. And you got to think about I deserve this mentality, right? He just won one. He's saying, ah, I deserve to enjoy my life. It's COVID. We're (laughs) at Augusta. There's great food here. Oh, there might be a rain delay. Maybe I have a couple drinks. That throws me off. He's out. Mm. (laughs) He's going to take out his phone. Look out! Look at his victory
1: from last (laughs) week. He gets to actually keep that trophy. So, if you get to keep that trophy,
2: what's a least jacket to you? Not much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. And that. And again, to get back to Finau, who I feel like I bet like every tournament he plays in, the guy has no pressure on him. He's a Mormon. He doesn't touch caffeine. He doesn't touch alcohol. Ooh. he's there for one reason and he's a guy with that really short uh compact swing he doesn't really unleash the full swing that often but if anybody can do it and the time to do it would be now so i'm selling you on fee now joel you're selling me, me on 10 for fee now
1: fee now do we want fee to win or maybe we know fee now can get in the top five so what are the odds in top five top five on fee now are plus 550 yes so- Yeah, so that, yeah, that's, that, that, those are great odds actually. So we're going to put fee now plus 550. We got 10 more dollars, baby. What about, what,
2: and just like, are you you not, or wait, are you not betting Tiger?
1: I'm going to bet Tiger. The story, the repeat, you better. I mean, I'm more inclined to bet Phil than Tiger. I mean, Brian, do you bet Tiger every tournament? Oh, (laughs) I'm black, right? (laughs) Brian's only placed one bet ever, and it was Alex Caruso to win finals MVP. (laughs) It was a lock. It was a lock. I'll argue that you should have won it. He took Dwight Howard's starting job in the deciding game. So to to take Dwight Howard's importance away from a championship, that's the MVP right there. That is the
0: MVP. Okay, what about any love for Jason Korkrakk?
1: Is that a name? <laughs> Is that real? Is that a real? I see Jason Day, thirty to one. Jason Kukrak, one hundred to one. Why'd you pull him up, Bri? Uh It was in the chat. Some people are
0: people are uh, Kukrak
1: fans. Oh yeah, yeah. Our, our inner city viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan <laughs> taught that guy how to golf. <laughs> And and I do see just the names. I feel like there's really good value in Fleetwood, fifty-five to one. Adam Scott, fifty to one. And I don't know, maybe Tiger. Tiger's forty-five to one, but I kind of like that Tiger top ten plus three fifty, given his knowledge of the course. Yeah. Dude, where
2: are you getting these odds? Because an hour ago, Tiger was only twenty-eight to one. So I'm I'm at DraftKings. Dude, Hammer Tiger. Hammer Tiger. Twenty on Tiger. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: twenty on Tiger. Um, anything any action on Webb Simpson. I like that name. I like like the Simpsons. I'm inclined to support a Webb
2: Simpson. Treehouse of Horror. (laughs) 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 He's not the guy. He's not the guy. Like right there, I I prefer Jason Day. If you're gonna go in that band of odds, you've got Matthew Wolf already, right? You put money on Matthew Wolf. That's my guy. Matthew Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf top five. Hammer it. And be and honest, for it. are you? Do you have a little relation to Matthew Wolf via marriage? No, I wish I did. Honestly, I'd be, I would be uh, doing, I'd be, you know, cleaning his clubs this weekend. But <laughs> same name as my wife, I'll admit that. But it's more the funky swing. I, I love the aggression. I love that he's a trailblazer. You love the competitive spirit to be able to finish rounds off. He's already been a champion, not at, not at Augusta, but. Matthew Wolf, he hits it long, hits it far. He's composed. Bet
1: him. And just back to your previous point, like it's important to shop around for odds with the Masters because there's huge differences from book to book. Like, for example, Justin Rose, he's plus 5,000 at Bet MGM, but he's plus 8,000 at DraftKings. Like that's a big difference. You don't want to be kicking yourself for a winner and just because you didn't get the best odds. So I'll be shopping. I'll be trying the best ones. And some people have, like, pretty good odds. Like, Terrell Hatton, plus 2,500, decent odds. And, like, I think this knows from you, Sam, you've never even heard of him, right? Well, I have. I assume you have. He's English. He's hot right now. Finished third at Shadow Creek, seventh in Houston. So maybe I'll be inclined to back that one.
2: Yeah, and he's kind of like the anti-Bryson bet in a lot of ways, in my opinion, because he – hammered the par threes in Houston. So you're going to go great. You're hitting it super long, Bryson. My guy just takes care of business on the par threes. It might be a nice hedge.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me. So maybe I'll look at Terrell Hatton and that's a good name. He sounds like a boxer, so I want to support him. (laughs) (laughs) And any, any, Uh, any love for Scotty Scheffler plus 6,600.
2: Hell no. Hell no, we we hate them. Nothing Dude, on I like. I, I'm really loving because now I'm on DraftKings. I was on uh, CBS before, and the odds were completely different. I love the top five. I mean, I almost want to say every bet that we pick to win, we got to move it over to a top five. Yeah, because then
1: we could win um, five times.
2: Yeah, the the odds are the odds are great for top five and top ten, especially as you go down the list a little bit, like Fleetwood top ten, plus four hundred, plus eight hundred for top five. And that those no, are the you,
1: and you make money in gambling not for the long shots on the conservative wagers that are likely but the odds aren't commensurate with it. So maybe yeah. there is something to these top fives and
2: top tens. Yeah, as soon as you get out of the you know the top. I mean, it makes sense. Like once you get down to like seven, eight, then the odds start getting really good for top five. So they don't have to play completely over their heads, but just play a a pretty good week and you're in. And again, it's some of the names we talked about: Morikawa plus six hundred. Bubba plus six hundred female plus five fifty you know, spread it around and honestly,
1: if you were to just do the top ten for this middle band if you're like, okay ten on Wolf plus three fifty ten on Tiger plus three fifty, ten on Tommy Fleetwood plus four hundred if just one of those hits you're covering your margins, and this is sort of like it's like an if bet you're cheering for two of them to get it. if you hit two, you're having a banner day I think that's what I'm gonna try actually.
2: What you're trying to say is you literally can't lose with these picks. These are locks. <laughs>
1: They're all locks. It's like what Augusta has on the minority entrance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tiger's there.
0: Yeah, that's like, oh, yeah, that's all. It.
2: Tell you what, they have a troubling past, and by past, I mean until 2012. <laughs> 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 oh, yep. man, they are. It's, it's rough. It's a uh, It's a rough history yeah Brian?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're getting there. They're getting there. I think they hired a like a, a black officer like a, in in the organization. so they're they're getting there.
1: Look, you're not even allowed to wear a backwards hat as a patron. So I think that's the rule that really shows the world, hey you're, we're we're welcoming you.
2: We're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of really shocking rules, but you know they're trying to make it all better because Lee Elder is going to be one of the ceremonial starters moving forward. You know, the first black guy to ever play yeah, there. right. In, in 75. Yeesh. What? <laughs> Yeesh. Oh, man. But we're going to have a great time
1: <laughs> wagering on this <laughs> golf. Um, what else can you gamble on at 12 o'clock on a Thursday? It's going to be an awesome tournament. So just to recap, we are on Woods top 10. We are on Wolf top 10. We're on Bubba Watson to win. We're on... Tommy Fleetwood, top ten. And then we're on. Are we on Bryson to win nine to one? Is that worth it? Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. We're on Bryson to win. We're on Brooks Kepka to miss the cut. And we spent $30 more dollars. And of course, we're on no hole in ones from South African players. Mm-hmm. That's a lock. We're on no we're we're on John Rahm to be the first Spanish finisher. And then I think we got two more bets we can make in any tournament props. How about, oh, plus 2,000, any player to score a 62 or lower?
2: I like that bet. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think if Tiger's ever even done that. Um, maybe a 97. Uh I want you to double down on Matthew Wolf, top ten, and to win. Ooh, okay. We and got- I'd like you to do that with Bubba. I mean, th- those are those are two that I, I don't know why I just feel really good about those two. So I want them for the top ten, but I want them to win too. All right, I love it. We at the Props Network, we're we're back in Wolf and
1: Bubba. Do you like that, Sam? Yeah, I've got
0: one long shot though. I'm curious for Noah's
1: thoughts on though. Okay, what's what's your long shot? Brendan Todd is his long to one where we can get about plus fifteen hundred on a top ten has had quietly an amazing year. They remind us every five seconds that he used to suck, but now he doesn't on the broadcast. And I wonder (laughs) if Noah could see throwing a shekel or two on him for uh, a win or or to place.
2: And what are the uh, the odds? What are the odds to win again? Two hundred to one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Brendan Todd is plus 20,000 to win, plus plus thirty thirty three 33 to one top five, 14 to one top 10. And he's been playing great. I think Sam only recommended him because he's from Pittsburgh and Sam's from Pittsburgh. And I, does he play at your course? You're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I won't I, I'll believe it when I see the birth certificate. He's the Obama of the props network. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you who is from Pittsburgh. Brook this is gonna be a really circular edition. Brooks Kepka's great uncle, the great Dick Groat, who played shortstop <laughs> for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And he also played basketball and baseball at Duke. So I was doing a Duke game one time. And people were like, Zion's gonna run out of that tunnel. I'm like, yeah, but at least it's not Dick Groat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, so good.
2: I mean, what's the guy's name? Justin Todd. Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd. It sounds like a, a sounds like the Robin who died in Batman. Any nerds <laughs> out there?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be back in Brendan Todd. I'm I'm pulling up the stats and he did okay at the Zozo. He did okay at Bermuda, so might be
2: all right. He finished the Zozo tied for he got he he was under par so that's great listen take him for top 10 and take him to win you put five on each five on each
0: no you're getting Fi- some props for that dick Groat call out thank you
2: <laughs>
1: thank you <laughs> dick Groat. <Grotes. laughs> And if you see that baseball player between your legs, go see a doctor. (laughs) Um, So, Noah, thank you for coming on. Thanks for talking the Masters with you. I I hope to have you on again talking hoops. But
2: um, where where can we find you? All right. So you can find me on Instagram at yoitsthesav. Great handle. Or go to thechipking.com to get this beautiful merch that I'm rocking, this Chip King hat. As you can see, it's a beautiful design incorporating potato chips and these uh, cross clubs here. Beautiful. And, and watch the web series. You can find my uh, my YouTube, Noah Savage, or just go to the com. You know, I started playing golf seriously this year or a lot this year. I don't know, seriously. Um, so it's just taking you through my my journey to try to break 90 for the first time. And I got drone shots. I play some gorgeous courses. I played a Jack Nicholas signature course the other day. That's the new episode, episode three that's out. And hearing
1: all this work that goes into it, you can tell why the polo shirts are $60. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I put those. So I'm working with this company and I was like, they didn't tell me how much it costs to make the shirts. So I put them up for 40 for like a day. And then the guy hit me up was like, yo, dude, those cost 38 to make. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. um so i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman so go to thechipking.com buy some hats so i have something to eat for thanksgiving dinner you freaking golf maniacs yeah if you don't that is dope the hat's dope the hat hat. is great i'm gonna get
1: a hat if you don't buy a chip king hat the chip king will be eating chips on thanksgiving
2: oh no doubt and the other thing is the nickname isn't ironic i have the softest hands in the game i chip in I'm gonna make an outrage. I chip in once every three rounds. I chip into the hole. all right. That's, that's what I do. That's my life. We should put so the bets on out. you.
0: We
1: should put the bets on you for for Sunday. Can actually, we have sportsbook connections. We should we should put out a line on when you break ninety. That's a good idea. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna put out the Chip King betting li- line, and all of our props network listeners they can bet four. Or against you,
2: <laughs> yeah, and if they if you look on my if you look at my Instagram, there's a couple previews where you can look at my swing and you can kind of gauge um I got one comment, I ran a Facebook ad and I got like twenty thousand views on it, and the only comment I got was this guy's swing sucks <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you got one thing in common with Charles Barkley. great broadcaster, <laughs>
2: terrible golf swing, that's all you need <laughs> no doubt and that would be my my dream golf foursome would be Barkley, Jordan, me, and Phil. That, nice. would, my, that would be my dream foursome, but we wouldn't golf. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Noah Savage, thank you for coming on. Have a great week, and uh, always enjoy hanging out with you.
2: No doubt. Enjoy the, enjoy the Masters, guys. Talk to you later.
1: See you now. Noah Savage, what a guy. What a fun hang. We always have fun on the walk-on. We had fun walking through what we worked for learned from the nfl this weekend and how we're going to apply it we figured out how we're going to spend a hundred dollars on the masters and that's the walk-on experience we give you a veritable cornucopia of different sports knowledge insights and sometimes it'll just be my doofus ass trying to stumble my way through a golf conversation you did great but if you work hard and you show enthusiasm you'll be you'll be just fine it's peyton manning that's the peyton manning rule and we'll be back Wednesday. We're going to have a deep dive into why we're, we're supporting the Warriors NBA Futures mm-hmm. with Dan Yang. And then Eli Sayers is going to join us for Wild Wednesdays. We're going to be talking college football, doing some roast jokes, having some fun. And until then, you can follow all of our stuff on the Props Network. And for T P and the Walk-On, for Brian Mitchell, and my good friend Sam, this is Joel Walkowski walking off.